Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamformradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos for here come the dreamers. Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets, butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos. Let us get to it and do it upright. Welcome the dreamers with all. Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting in my family's lovely historic home overlooking the rolling New Hampshire fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination and join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. Today, we'll welcome fantastic, independent, eclectic jazz musicians to play live music for us, share their recordings, and talk about what inspires them. We'll touch their dreams as we open our ears and our hearts, listening intently to the fresh jazz expressions they unleash. And you never know, Dream Farm Radio just might inspire you to fulfill a creative passion or two of your very own. Well, today we're going to make music with singer Linda Damore and her accompanist <laughs> Bill Duffy. And Linda is a cabaret singer and... Uh, she has been at all the major venues in Boston, Scholars Jazz Club, North Shore Music Theater. I mean, name it in Boston area, she's done it. She grew up listening to eclectic uh, music, virtually anything she could get her hands on or her ears on. And it shows in her voice because you might hear a little bit of Broadway, a little bit of pop, definitely jazz, the Great American Songbook. And uh, she began her professional career uh, working as a lead in in the Boston area doing top 40. Yeah. Wow. And, um, but she's kind of morphed into this fabulous cabaret singer. So everyone, let's welcome Linda and Bill. Hi. Linda Damore. <laughs> and by the way, Linda Damore, did I say that? Yes. Damore. Apostrophe yes. before the Amore. Yep. Could you have had a better cabaret name Aren't I lucky? ever? Yeah. God-given name. That's great. <laughs> and Bill Duffy. Duffy, yes. I'm thinking as a stage name of putting an apostrophe, apostrophe between the D and the U, Duffy. We could go, oh, Duffy. Yeah, oh, Duffy. You could do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> if you could make Duffy sound French, Duffy. There was a Guillaume Dufay. Well, it, there definitely was. Yeah. Anyway, no, he's got nothing on you, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. Thank you. There you go. So you know what? I heard your music, and I thought that you would be a fantastic guest on the show. And as we've been here kind of getting to know each other, it just I had this sort of brainstorm to sort of think about the creativity in the cabaret world. You know, that's your thing, yeah. right? Yeah. 
It wasn't always your thing, no? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I uh, originally started doing uh, Top 40 and pop stuff, and then kind of segued into doing musical theater for a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then took a break. And then when I reemerged, I decided to get into the Great American Songbook, a little bit of jazz, but it also overlapped with the cabaret world, and uh, here I am. <laughs> Do you think there's a, an overlap between the 40s type music and the cabaret world in terms of stories? Yeah, most of the stuff from that era came from movies. So they are, the songs already came from stories. Top 40, you mean? But, um, or no, cabaret. No. Oh, Although the there top... are a lot of pops and uh, oh, pop we... songs in movies. When you said 40s. I no, top 40. Top 40. Yeah. Um, yes and no. It depends on the songwriter. The stuff more from the 70s, the 70s, 60s and 70s tends to fit more with the cabaret world than the 80s, the 90s, that, that type of pop where they got great story songs. Yeah. Well, you know, just for my benefit, just so I know I'm on, on the same page with you, can you give me, can you guys kind of give me a, a little uh, blurb, ver- a vocal blurb here about how you would describe what is a cabaret show versus just somebody singing standards? A, a cabaret show is basically you've got the stop and the, the, the start and the stop of a story. You may start with a theme first and then find songs to fit in that theme, or you might start with songs and then find a common thread between those songs, or you might find you're doing a show regarding an artist and how that artist means something to you or, or whatever it is you want to talk about. But it's theme-based. It's theme-based. You're not yeah. going, and now here's another song. No, it's no. very well crafted. Yeah, it is. And... and Parts of me struggle with that because there's a little, the, the jazz, the jazz vocalist in me just wants to sing and doesn't really want to talk too much. So when I put those structured shows together, it's a bit more of an effort than you do have to think about it. What order are you putting it? What, when, what story really makes sense going into the next one? What's going to create that arc? For the, right. for the, so the whole the show is a big yeah. story, it basically, is. well yeah. thought out. Yeah. Well, just so everyone can kind of get to know what you sound like. Why don't we um, let them hear a a song just to kind of warm up the room. And uh, what would you like to start with? I would like to start with I Believe in Love. Written by? Uh, Written by Kenny Loggins and the Bergmans, Alan and Marilyn Bergman. Who knew it could be a cabaret song? I know. I know. So Bill Duffy on piano, Linda Damore on this tune, I Believe in Love. Monkey do what monkeys see You're on a one-way street 
Great. I want to get another song in this segment. This next song is uh, an homage to a Nancy Wilson tune that I absolutely love. And when I would sing along with her, I would go into this other tune, and that made me decide, bring it to my music director and say, please get me a chart. So Green Dolphin Street followed by? On the Street Where You Live. Okay. that transition between those two songs perfect perfect bill duffy on the piano linda damore on vocals what a great show we have for you today i'm julie lavender you're listening to dream farm cafe i'm going to take a short break
and all that spending is. Why is it they don't come round anymore? Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe. And today I have a great singer with me and her accompanist. This is Linda Damore and Bill Duffy. She's a cabaret singer. Cabaret is really its own world of creativity. Mm-hmm. It's a storytelling art, yeah, really. It it, you know, not just sing, putting over a song, but really telling a whole story. Right. So can you tell me the story, maybe, of a song that's really mattered to you or how you related to the lyrics? or? Uh, one particular song that I enjoy doing is um, Yesterday I Heard the Rain. And being so de- detailed with lyric, there is a segment of this song that I will visualize as I'm singing the song. I can wearing uh, my face up to the skies. Um, I actually do that every time I sing the song, and I can visualize the rain coming down on me. On your face? On my face when I'm singing the lyric. It's a very, very delicious lyric, the whole the whole song. Can, you, can you share with... Us some of the lyric? Um, Yes. There's a part where it's, Out of doorways, black umbrellas came to pursue me. Faceless people, as they passed, were looking through me. No one knew me. And I think that's, how many times have you just had a moment where you just felt like nobody nobody noticed you? Alone in a crowd. Alone in a crowd, yeah. So it's it's a great, uh, and I think every time I sing this song, people, this is one of those songs that everybody stops and they listen to it. They're not all that familiar with it. And they always ask, like, what is that song? And um, I think that's part of the beauty of the lyric, too. They're, they're connecting, with whether they know it or not, with the lyric. It's really a new song for you, right? It's a very new song for me. I just so can you anticipate it. seeing that as, as, as part of a show where you're talking about issues like that and stories like that? Yes, definitely that one. But um, that one I might add just for... Uh, my own, just my own backstory. Sometimes when you're doing this, the song, you're doing it just for the song, and the subtext that's going on in your own head mm-hmm. might be more important than what you're actually revealing to the audience. Because you, you don't, you don't set every song up with a um, with a story. Okay. You might, you might have some breaks in between to give the the uh, the listener a little break. Well, would you do it for us? I'd love to. All right. Mm-hmm. 
Yesterday I heard the rain Whispering your name Asking where you'd been It felt softly from the clouds On the silent crowds As they wandered on Out of doorways Black umbrellas Came to pursue me Faceless people just heard Yesterday I Heard the Rain, performed by Linda Damore and Bill Duffy. Bill, is there an art to being an accompanist? Oh, definitely. You have to be very empathetic. You really have to be inside the singer's head. How do you do that? That must be scary. But you know, <laughs> you know uh, a lot of singers. it's just like any relationship. You know, the better you know somebody, the more inside their head you're going to be, the more you can anticipate what they're looking for. Tempo is important, groove's important, getting the right uh, key so that it sits in the sweet spots of their voices. And also, do you, when you say empathetic, do you really want your, you really want them to succeed? Like you really want them to shine? Are you, is your job Absolutely. kind of like put, 
Yeah. Very supportive. Yeah. Very supportive. I noticed that as you work together. Not everyone is supportive of singers. <laughs> I know that's a surprise. To as a singer <laughs> yourself, you know that? Yeah, yeah, I know. The chick singer thing can catch up uh, with you. but So it, it's a valuable thing when, when artists work together to make each other look good. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you enjoy being an accompanist? I do, actually. And the, uh, the more I do it, the better I get at it, the more I enjoy it. Because it is an art. It really is. When I first started, um, there were some challenges. Transposition was difficult. Mm. And I had ideas about how I wanted the songs to go. And, you know, that doesn't necessarily work. An instrumental version isn't the same as a vocal version. You have to, you have to get your vocal muscles to actually speak those words, to make those words happen. Right. You can lose the sense of them or you can lose certain syllables. The phrasing changes different tempos well I like how you've let Linda shape you then in a sense do you know what I mean and that that's not a you know nobody feels diminished by that I'm I'm open to that that's I mean I wouldn't be here if I wasn't all right definitely well Linda I'm interested in this song Brandy Mm -hmm. that that you'd like to do next so tell me about how you came to do this. Yes, and it is the Brandy from long ago, right? Yes, it is from Looking Glass. It's the cover of Looking, Looking Glass's um, Brandy. This is one of those tunes that I started singing just in club gigs that mm-hmm. I did, and it started quasi-cover, and I started slowing it down, slowing it down, and the constant um, feedback I was getting from was, wow, that's the first time I ever heard that story. Like mm-hmm. everybody thought was do 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 do. That's what they all knew mm-hmm, of that mm-hmm. song, and it was the first time people had actually heard the lyric about not just the not just the um, the, the bridge or the or the verb the chorus, but the actual verse. So, I we really I went to uh, my my arranger and I said let's just re reinvent this whole song. So he reharmonized it and we slowed it right down and people hear this lovely story of this lovely girl who is a barmaid up in the North Shore of Massachusetts. Wow. I think of Gloucester every time I hear <laughs> the Gloucester fish yeah, and all yeah. the boats coming in, and she's sitting there, and she's waiting for her, her that one favorite guy of hers to come in off that, off that boat. Okay, so audience, I want you to picture you're in a little cabaret club in a city. It's cold outside. You're excited to be there. You've taken off your coat. You have your little drink. The lights have dimmed. It's kind of crowded in there and you see a gorgeous woman with bright blue eyes come out on the stage and the spotlight is surrounding you and bathing her with she's bathing her with a glorious glow and you've got a wonderful keyboard player and she is now going to set the scene and you're in the cabaret club audience so take it away Linda unrequited love who doesn't relate to unrequited love There's a story of a friend of mine named Brandy who used to be a barmaid and her one true love was on a boat far away. He would occasionally come home to see her and bring her gifts, but it was never the type of love that she wanted it to be, but she could never get him out of her mind.
was Brandy and who played with you on that tune because this was a recording you just played. Uh, that is not a, not only my music director but he played on the CD he's uh, Jim Rice Jim Rice what is the lyric that just gets you in this tune when you sing your version of Brandy oh that's your eyes could steal a sailor from the sea wow that's great. a little yeah. ironic because yeah. 
he, he yeah he, she couldn't <laughs> she should have been able to with those beautiful, with those eyes, beautiful eyes but it wasn't yeah. working and for you bill what's the lyric that just gets you in that tune i like the locket <laughs> the locket that bears the name of the man that brandy loves she's walking around with his name right there oh, yeah. just yeah. wow well i want to take just a moment because we're going to come back to your storytelling and hear about your your creativity bill because you actually were writing you know did a two-man show that you wrote a few years back many years ago with tap dancer Stephen z who's still <laughs> active in la his, uh-huh. his stuff is out there yeah out we, there or uh, out no, there no 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 it's, it's out, <laughs> out you can there. find him okay. yeah, you can find all right him. we're just clarifying Definitely. Stephen was great to work with he taught me a lot about what it means to to work you know in a theater setting in a mm-hmm. show setting since i had been a jazz head before mm-hmm. that and he'd be very surprised to hear me talking about accompanying singers and really? enjoying the process because at the time it was like pulling teeth anything yeah. can happen yeah he's a great guy though and a great performer well speaking so. of anything happening you were saying that for composing for you or as we were just kind of chatting amongst ourselves can be as as creative as needing to teach yourself something right. so what does that mean and give me an example of i can that. give you an example sure i mean there's just there's a million times in my life when i've needed to teach myself something so for instance i wanted to learn to um to walk up in minor thirds on the piano, and I wrote a piece that I just want to wor- little... learn to walk up in heels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Forget about the minor thirds. <laughs> but okay, what does that mean to walk I... up in minor thirds? This, this is what it sounds like on the piano. This okay. is a, a lick from an introduction of a tune I wrote. Okay. So play the minor thirds just separately so we hear them. So to walk up means to maneuver from third to third. Yes. yes so I'm, you wrote a song just to teach yourself how to do that. I, I incorporated that lick in the introduction. Wow. So See, the creativity that can come when you need to create something specific. Okay, with that in mind, we're going to take a short break. I'm Julie Lavender. You're listening to Dream Farm Cafe with Linda DeMore. And Bill Duff. Nobody told me I believe in someone to hold me. I believe in love. I believe in love. I do. Love, in love, 
Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back. I'm Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Cafe Radio with my guest cabaret singer, Linda Damore. Welcome back, Linda. Thank you. And Bill Duffy accompanying her. And now, remember, we're stepping back into that cabaret club, and she's standing there in a gorgeous dress, bathed in this wonderful light, telling a story before her next song. Donny Osmond. Growing up, my, my room was a shrine to Donny Osmond. So finally, when he was touring with Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, I finally, after three times of seeing the show, uh, was successful in getting backstage to get his autograph. He finally comes out from backstage. He's surrounded by little kids who know him as Joseph. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, si- I'm talking to the people that I'm with. I'm like, they don't know his middle name. They better get out of the line. They don't know his birthday. They should get out of the line. I'm getting a little irate because I'm afraid he's going to leave before I can get his autograph. He finally gets to where I am in line, and I, he had what was on like a members-only jacket on, and I had a death grip on the back of his jacket. I was not letting that man move until I had my autograph on my program. And when he finally said something to me, I opened my mouth and I couldn't say a word, couldn't even tell him my name as to what the autograph was. But this next song, is everything I wanted to say to him. Maybe too, if you would believe you 
might be overjoyed, overloved over me. Over hearts, I have painfully turned every stone just to That was fun. That was great. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. And again, on this recording of that, who was playing? That's Jim Rice again. Okay. Well, I want to do something with all three of us here live. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I threw out this idea of Comes Love, this old tune. And it was so cool because you were thinking of that song, yeah. right? Yeah, I love it. Okay. So we were playing this together, getting ready for the show. Mm -hmm. And you had this great idea that set the scene for this song. What was it? Yeah, just... The two of us, girlfriends, hanging out, talking about love and dishing like all the wrong things that uh, can go wrong with love and what you end up. Okay, so picture us over a cup of coffee, mildly neurotic, <laughs> mildly? and reliving some past situations. We're licking our wounds mm. and coming out of that, and we're chatting away about what happens when love comes, or the name of the tune is... Comes Love. Yes, let's do it. Comes a rainstorm, put your rubbers on your feet. Comes a snowstorm, you can get a little heat. Comes love, Comes love. nothing can be left Comes a fire, well, you know just what to do. Blow a tire. Well, you should buy another shoe. Comes love. Comes love. Nothing can be done. Don't stop hiding, cause there isn't any. 
comes a heat wave Hurry to the shore comes a summons You should hide behind that door Donny Osmond. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool. What I would have said to Donny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, folks, we talk a lot about creativity here, and I just think that it's interesting. Even when you're doing standards, you're doing other other people's material. How you put your own stamp on it, right? Like what mm. you did with Brandy. Yeah. And then in finding a story, you know what's interesting is you said something earlier. Is that um, in cabaret you, you do tend to kind of have a, a, a whole a story that you tell. But sometimes you don't tell a specific story, you, but you, you have a, a subtext in your own mind that helps you put across a song. Mm-hmm, right. What, what's that like for you? I mean, how do you experience that? Do you, do you have to have specific storylines in your, or is it kind of a, a gush of, I know I've been through this at some level, I can sing it? Really depends on the song. One of the tunes that is one of my standard tunes, um, when I first started singing it, I was very young. And there was no way I could have related to the lyric. But many moons later, decades later, after living a little, uh, the, the lyrics mean much more. So I might have sung them with a, a subtext at a younger age. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance... Like Lush Life, you just can't do it 20. You can't. And, and I'm still here. You can't do that. <laughs> you know, you can't do that at 20. My way. <laughs> well, I, I, no, I have kids. They're young. They could sing my way. Because... <laughs> They're pretty strong. Yeah, I think any kid could sing yeah, my yeah. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, okay, as an instrumentalist, primarily, Bill. Although I did hear you singing earlier, what what gets what helps you deeply interpret a piece of music? Oh, I think knowing the lyrics helps. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there are words and you learn the lyrics, even if you're not singing them, it helps interpret the melody line for sure. Because instrumentalists live in a more abstract world, but as, and you're an instrumentalist, but you find yourself really relating to lyric definitely well. yeah i'm not the first one to have said that a lot of a lot of people have counseled learning the lyrics even if you're mm. you're playing an so instrument when she's singing a lyric that's particularly powerful and you're accompanying her 
does something happen in you that that just becomes part of the performance that you just kind of go oh yeah that, that's what I would have said or you know sometimes I think there's there's more going on I mean, the harmony and the rhythm are very important the groove mm-hmm. you know but then the way the chords that, groove says it all sometimes without any words that's doesn't right it? yeah just setting up a groove on one chord with no words can really put you in the right spot you have to find whatever magic carpet is going to bring you to that that's special island there you did that on comes love because comes love is this kind of swingy vintagey tune and you really just kind of set the scene for us to go off on our dish thing that we did there Thank you for yeah. following me. I didn't ask you what tempo you wanted on that, and I just started playing, and you guys sang, so well, that you know, was it's interesting. lovely. I actually have played that piano vocal and done my own thing, and I almost suggested a, a groove that I would have done, and I thought, you know, it would be so fun to see what you come up with. And so you did come up with something that enabled us mm. to sit there in our neurotic coffee moment and moment. talk about yep. love, right? Yes. So how about taking a moment sort of to end this show cabaret style and tell us about your big final number we're coming to the end of this cabaret show and again we're gonna listen to linda set the scene and really go out with a bang how about that oh yeah well when i was younger when i first started singing this next song um my dad had been a uh, jack of all trades master of none and he had fixed up part of our house where he had built a fake fireplace and the corner of the fake fireplace looked to me like the edge of a stage. So when no one was around, I would get on the edge of the stage and I would perform any tune that I wanted to learn. At the time, I was roughly 12, 13 years old. So you can imagine a 12-year-old singing, what kind of fool am I? <laughs> it's apt, though. Yeah, trying to relate to that tune. Um, I would sing at the top of my lungs with all my joy. But um, unfortunately, as the years pass and loves come and come and go, you become a little bit more connected with the lyric. Mm. Well, let's connect to it now. Okay. What kind of fool am I who never fell in love? Seems that I'm the only one that I have been thinking of. What kind of life is this? An empty shell, a lonely cell. Of class. 
fool am I but also I want everyone to know the name of your CD Linda ordinary fool ordinary fool and you can go to lindademore.com please spell it l-y-n-d-a-d-a-m as in mary o-u-r.com I would like to thank everyone for listening and I want to thank our engineer um, Don Richardson again Bill Duffy on piano Linda Demore on vocals um, go to dreamfarmcafe.com for pictures and archives of our shows. You can go to julielavender.com to find out more about me. This has been a great day. So as we go out of the show, we're going to play some more of your music. I'm going to say goodbye, and we'll just listen. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for spending time with us. means the blackberry wind.